Hey, hey, hey. Okay, there we go, there we go. I think I think I'm good. Okay, I got to lean back a little bit to get in there, to get in that frame. All right, all right, all right. Let's go here to get this thing started. Uh oh, you got you got the screen locked. We got a little less than sixty seconds, y'all. We're about to go here to get this thing started. Um. Right here on the TKHS, y'all. You're tuned in live right now. Let's get to it. Hey, everybody, man. Y'all, welcome, welcome, welcome to uh, the TKHS. I am your host, Pastor. There you go. There you go, Pastor. Uh, I am your host, uh, Pastor J. Dab, man. Um, I just want to take this time to welcome everybody back and tell everybody, man, Merry New Year's to everybody. Merry New Year's, Apostle Rez. Good to see you. But um, y'all welcome back to season two. We getting kicked off, man. Uh, just a little little background, right quick on what we got going on in season two. Possibly in season two, we're actually focusing on uh a series of things, and that series is actually uh some of the things that can keep us out of the kingdom of God. You with me, Apostle? Can you hear me, Apostle? Oh, okay. Perfect. 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 Yeah. We're talking about some of the things that can keep us out of the kingdom of God, you know? Uh, so we most definitely want to jump on that topic tonight. Um, yes. not all of it, but we have one particular piece that we're going to hit on, uh, for tonight's topic. Uh, but before we get into that, I want to give a huge shout out to our sponsors and supporters, uh, Miss Mamie Sweet Treats, All Creek Construction, Destiny Shine Records, uh, Kingdom Life Central, and of course, KLMG, Kingdom Life Music Group. Uh, we salute you guys. We invite you all to come on into this room. Let's get down to it. You ready, Apostle? Perfect, perfect, perfect. Guys, tonight our special guest is Apostle uh, Laura Roberts. She She's going to give us some insight as to uh, some of these things that keep us out of the kingdom. All right, y'all, we about to go ahead and get locked and loaded. We about to go ahead and run with this thing. So, Apostle, uh, one thing that I wanted to uh, talk about tonight is uh, uh, one of the things that keep us out of the kingdom tonight is actually uh, fornication. You know, uh, fornication. Uh, it declares in the word of God in First Corinthians 6 and 9 uh, that um, uh, do you not know that wrongdoers will not inherit the kingdom of God? Uh, be not deceived, neither fornicators. Right. Right. You know, can you hear me, Apostle? I'm there. It's like I'm getting you like after you spoke and it's still going. Oh, it's, it's kind of like a delay. Okay. okay. Got you. Got you. So we're talking about um, fornicating tonight. And before we jump into that, we actually want to uh, get a better understanding of what the kingdom of God is. Can you give us some insight on that, Apostle? Come on, come on, speak on it. Come on. Okay. We, we don't understand that we are the kingdom. The kingdom of God is within us. Right. And, we, and, and so many times 
they look at the kingdom as if it's that heavenly place that we're trying to get to. But see, we need to focus more inwards okay. in order to deal with the real king. Okay, okay. Come on, come on. Okay, <clears throat> that that that's dead on it. That's dead on it. And you know, to um even add to that, uh, I bring our attention to uh, Romans fourteen and seventeen, where the Word of God actually declares that for the kingdom of God is not eating and drinking, but it's righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. Right. So, in order for us to really tap into this kingdom that's within us, there are some things that that can't be in us. Right. Okay, and so one of these things. So what, now that we've shined a little light on that, uh, we want to go back to uh, our topic for tonight because the Word of God says that um, those who practice fornication cannot inherit, cannot inherit this kingdom. Uh, so if you can't inherit this kingdom, then apparently you can't live in this kingdom if you have certain things in motion in your life, right? And so fornicate, to fornicate, to fornicate is simply uh, the the, um, the dictionary states it as two people not married to each other having sexual intercourse, right? So you, you got a little bit on that fornication piece? Okay. Okay. Yes. Uh, fornication is, like you said, it's not just when two people are not married having sexual intercourse. It it becomes uh, it it succeeds adultery. It succeeds all of that because our bodies are the temple of God. Okay. So when we come together with anyone, we invite them to be a part of our temple. Come on. We become one. Come on, okay. come on, come on. I don't care how many partners you done had, how much sex you done had with different people, you become one with each person you have sex with. Wow. And what we don't understand is dealing with fornication. It all starts with a level of lust. It all starts with, with our eyes and with our mind. Okay. That's where fornication begins. Okay. It begins here. Okay. And you and then you open doors to subject your body to uh, sing it fornication, the Bible is like that. It is uh, the only thing that is against that you make against your own body. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay, and, and that's absolutely true because uh, fornication is a sin against the body, and it actually keeps you, uh, keeps your body. Uh, from being pure. So therefore, if your body isn't pure, then your body can't house the Holy Spirit now. And so, you know, with, with that being said, because I know I don't I want everybody to understand the topic and uh, where we're coming from with this. Here. And because it's simply uh, there are certain things that's that's hindering us from or like we stated in the beginning from living within God's kingdom. And I know that 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 a lot of us, we want to live. You, you have I Personally, I think that there are very few people who don't have a desire to live in God's kingdom. But I know that for a lot of us, there are there's a great desire to want to be in God's kingdom where there is peace and righteousness and joy. But we're hitting on this topic because in this day and age, in this with the generation that, that that's going forth now, there are actually some things of the lust of the flesh and the gratification of the flesh, and it's some things that we just can't um, refrain from uh, 
it's not that we can't, but we don't have the self-discipline to refrain from that. Or is it that that we don't want to refrain from that? Well, what do you think? I think a lot of times, okay, it's more of what you want. Okay, okay. I, I remember when I was in the world and I was when I was out there doing any and everything, I've done it because I wanted to. Okay. You know, it, it, it didn't have nothing to do with my self-control. Mm -hmm. It was like doing what I wanted to do. I, if the flesh wanted, the flesh got what the flesh wanted. Okay, okay. And try to justify it by saying, oh, I didn't know it was going to happen or I didn't see it happening or something. But really, we're conscious human beings and we are well aware of things that are taking place before they actually, uh, before we actually fall into the act of fornication, before we actually start just having sex. Mm -hmm. We already thought about the, the having sex way before it started. Okay, okay. That's, that's, I, I completely agree. I completely agree. Uh, you know, whether be it something that we've been taught, uh, be it something that we've seen, uh, be it something we've had some type of, because I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, when I was younger, when I was younger, I heard a comment made by uh, a family member and this family member, he wasn't married. He wasn't married. And so one of the statements that he made was, uh, I can get charged for a lot of things by God, but adultery won't be one of them, right? Uh, and so I understood that adultery is to be married and to to sleep around on your wife or to cheat on your wife, you know, sexually and with another woman. I I, I thought at that time I thought that that's what uh, adultery was. But the seed that he actually planted within me was, okay, man, I can have sex. As long as I don't get married, I can't get in trouble. See, I didn't know anything about fornication at that time, you know. Uh, so I brought that up to say this here. Like you said, it, it all depends on what you want to do. But if you have if you have no practice in practicing self-control or restraints, how do you get around that particular gratification if you've had encounters already with it? That's a good question because because honestly, let's let's be real. Uh, we are flesh. We 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 have to we have to understand that our flesh. That until we become one in the spirit, mm -hmm. we God, we operate in our flesh. Okay. And and because we operate in our flesh to that level, until we learn how to crucify the flesh, until we learn how to put the flesh in subjection, then we are slaves to our flesh mm -hmm. and in that situation it there will be a level of self-control that has to be adapted the okay. problem with that is that because with that level of self-control need to be adapted we need to be taught there needs to be we need to just be real about sex like you're tonight let's talk about sex we need to be real about what's going on teenagers and uh, older people i thought that um, just being around different men and being with different men, that was the norm, mm -hmm. you know, until I found out that, you know what, I have to have some value in me. Right. I had to be retaught. 
Okay. Okay. That's absolutely correct. That's absolutely correct. But I, I mean, there is no but uh, with what you just said. Um, but what I'm hitting at is that let's let's really open this thing up for those who are actually watching right now, those who are actually tuned in, because you know, in this day and age, you know, you know what what they say. Um, the older women used to tell the young girls, "Baby, he ain't gonna never buy the cow if you keep giving him the milk for free," right? <laughs> but in the in in this day and time, you know, man, ain't nobody. I mean, I'm not gonna say there isn't anyone practicing practicing abstinence, but it's very come on. It's it's very rare right now in this in this era that we're in. Uh, and so the biggest thing is, I I, I want to get married, but how I'm just gonna jump off the porch and marry you, and I don't even know if the sex is good. That's the biggest thing, right? So let, let's let's talk about that a little bit for that young girl or that young man, you know, that that feel like they have to examine or test the waters to make sure that sexually. This is what I'm going to want for the rest of my life because, hey, I don't want to get married to you and then turn around and have to cheat on you because sexually I'm not gratified, right? Okay. Okay. Ooh, okay. Let me see. We, I can deal with that two different ways, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Let's deal with it, Apostle. Uh, okay, let's, let's deal with it. Look, I'm going to have to put my Apostle gloves on. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Look, the problem is you've been testing too many water. Ooh, okay? okay. That's the problem. Come on, come the on. The problem is that you you worried about options when you, when you should have been practicing saving yourself for the low one. Ooh. You got too many ourselves from the beginning um the way that we were supposed to be you know uh then like you said there would be absolutely nothing to compare it to because so so that means if i've kept myself and you've kept yourself then whatever he has will be sufficient for you because there hasn't been anything else in there and so whatever i mean 10 15 20 minutes what however long it may in, in, in endure, you, you the encounter may be, uh, that would be the limit. So so by us, by us breaking breaking the the or uh, the command as far as purity and breaking the law, so to say, um, uh, we have too many standards 
standards to hold it to. And so we messed up since day, day one. But how do I, man, that's, that's crazy because for that young person that's listening or tuning in, how do I get back? And, and this is what I say. In order to get back uh, to, that, to that place, I think that it's going to take a whole act of faith. Uh, that you're going to have to trust God and say, look here, babe, I would messed up. I mean, because God, okay, because with fornication, this is the problem with fornication. Okay, you saved, you slip up, you mess up. You weren't trying to do that, but you did it. So there is forgiveness in that. The only part about it is there isn't any forgiveness if this fornication is actually your way of life. That makes sense, Apostle? Exactly. absolutely correct and so you have to get to you have to get to these particular courses and you have to begin to answer but we have one one comment it says that uh she says that i kept myself for marriage and it still made me curious i'll speak on that apostle because what i would say about that is it had to be something that that it may have not been a physical act but it was something that was going on to, to to stir up that particular curiosity. That's my opinion of it. What you say, Apostle? And that question was, uh, I kept my, that statement was, I kept myself for marriage and, and it still made me curious. Okay. Okay. This is, okay, I only know how to be direct, y'all. Okay? Come on with I it. I only know how to be direct. This is the issue. The reason why you're curious, see, it's kind of like being addicted to porn and all that different stuff. You get a, you get an idea of what you think sex is supposed to be. 
you get an idea of how you think sex is supposed to feel. And then you keep yourself. And because you got this idealism of what it's supposed to be, then with your partner, it does not match your idealism of what it's supposed to be. Because you in a fantasy world, and I got to tell everybody, y'all keep looking at that porn and looking at all that stuff. That's not real life. You're not, you're looking for something that your partner will never be able to give you because you're living in fantasy. So I would say get out your fantasy. And then again, I say make it happen. Communicate. Tell your husband you're not satisfied and work on how he can satisfy you. Come on, that's it. You know. That that's real talk. You know, communication is everything, you know. But I mean, in today's relationship, we are so quick to run out, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm like, man, come on, you'll overlook, you'll overlook a hundred thousand good qualities about this person, uh, to go find that one quality that only one other person may possess, uh, and you you'll blow all that off. Uh, uh one one other one other guest stated that on uh, she says that your mind, your mind has reservations. Okay, and then so um, the other guest actually said, okay, she became curious after not being happy. Okay, so that that was a series of things. Yeah. yeah, not being happy was the door uh, that actually invited the curiosity, the curiosity. And so this is why it's so strong that, that when things are beginning to infiltrate or come against the union, uh, we got to close those doors immediately and instantly and we have to invite the spirit in continuously and so when when we talk about fornication because fornication the word of god clearly states that that fornication if you are dealing with fornication or if you are a fornicator uh you cannot inherit the kingdom you can't live in the kingdom you can't live in so this is like saying to saying to your son or your daughter look here man if they move out and they need to come back you want to say look you can come but what all that stuff you got attached to you you can't come you see what i'm saying but he says that if you are a fornicator you can't inherit the kingdom i don't think that a lot of us we really understand the weight of that statement Yeah, I don't. Th- I, I'm reading and said I did not tell. I did tell him, but it never got better. Well, see that that's a lack of communication because that goes into a whole other subject about about love and respecting somebody to be enough to want to change. That goes into something different, but that does not justify communicating. Okay. I'm not happy. Don't justify me going out to find somebody else to make me happy. Right, that don't right, justify me right. what I want to do. Right. Okay? It, it's a real issue. And it's a real issue, but it's not an excuse. Right, right. Absolutely. Okay? So the, the bottom line is you cannot inherit. You cannot make it into the kingdom. You cannot have, you can't make it into the peace of God. Uh. You can't make it into the joy of God. You can't make it into the love of God. You disqualify yourself for certain benefits in serving God. Yeah, yeah. It's a real issue, but it, it has real consequences. 
Come on, that that's absolutely true. And what you just said is that you you can't find yourself uh, in righteousness. You can't find yourself in the peace of God. You can't find yourself in the joy of, of God because of fornication. Because the act of it is bringing you out of the shelter or the refuge that God says that we are to inherit. Jesus said, repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. That means the kingdom, whenever we show up, the kingdom's supposed to show up. But if I have these particular things in me, then I'm not bringing the kingdom. And if I'm not bringing God's kingdom, I'm bringing another kingdom to the table or I'm bringing another kingdom to the to the scene. Uh, and so for, for most people, we want to experience, who don't want to experience and love, joy and peace? Who don't who don't want to experience that? But for some strange reason, we've been taught that sexual encounters gives us a uh, love, joy and, and peace. It, it's funny because it's, it's funny, but it's very serious because our our minds are set up for for uh we look for pleasure we look for pleasure and we look for pleasure in so many different ways and sex is one way that our mind saves pleasure but the problem is what comes after the thrill is gone oh. you know what comes after you done had sex with this man after you done connected with this person that you had no other connection to other than sex and then you left in your bed by yourself. Uh-oh. You, you left alone. You can't tell me that that's joy. You Come can't on. tell me that that's peace. You can't tell me that that's satisfaction. You selling your soul for five to ten minutes, thirty minutes of satisfaction. You are having a lifetime of having to undo what you have allowed to be done to your body. Yeah, absolutely. The thrill is gone. <laughs> the thrill is gone because honestly, after after I mean, uh, after I'm I'm gonna say it like this here, uh, in a marriage where two people really love each other, uh, it's not just sex. It's it's actually making love. Uh, uh, it's it's a whole act, you know, and that act is really, man. Okay, I wanna I wanna hold you afterwards, you know. But, you know, man, with a wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, it's like, man, once I get what I'm looking for, man, I really don't want to be bothered with you anymore. And truth be told, you don't really want to be bothered with me anymore because, hey, this is what we was taught. You know what I'm saying? Uh, get that, you know, get that. But when, when you're engaged uh, in a marriage or uh, not engaged, but when you're in a marriage, uh. You 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 have something more because man, I'm building something with this person. You know, after we done, we can do this in the presence of God. You feel me? I can say thank you, Jesus. You know, uh, with my wife. You know, but a lot of times, a lot of times, the problem of it is, is that is is we've been taught wrong. We've been taught wrong, and so. What we what we are now is, man, we have to get beyond the temporary feel goods. I'm tired of just feeling good. I say this here. I'm I don't want to feel good. I want to be good. You know, if I got a common cold, I don't want I don't want to just take the medicine to make me feel good. Because if you read the 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 the, the um the back of the medicine medication box, it says temporarily relieves of 
nasal congestion, sinus pressure, headaches, and fevers, but it, it temporarily does that. And that's what sex does. But in the act of making love, there are other things that's attached to that thing. And so like you were saying in the beginning, and I think uh, Johanna, Johanna uh, Sherry actually stated also that, that, that uh, in the act, you are inviting so many other spirits in. And so in the midst of inviting those other spirits in, man, it's crazy because you, you didn't attach to so much and you wondering why you're going crazy when you're in that room by yourself. Exactly, because you got to deal with the spiritual ramifications of it. Yeah, you have to deal with with the spiritual ramifications of soul ties. You got to they they come and they come physically, they come emotionally, they come socially, and they come spiritually, and that stuff will destroy you as an individual. I've been on both sides of it. Come on here. I've been on both sides. I've I've been the fornicator. I've been the adulterer. I've been that, and it's it's never as good. Uh, come on here. As we try to make it be, it, it never justifies the, the, the role. It never outweighs the, the disappointment and the sin of it. I, those moments of satisf satisfaction, those minutes, never justify yeah. me being by myself and empty. Yeah, yeah. Me dealing with a spirit, my attitude done changed. Because Ooh. I done allowed a spirit in me that, that I was not aware of. Because he done left. And let me tell you something. When when a man uh, ejaculates inside you, that, that sperm itself lasts five days. Wow. Inside of your body. Five days. You got seeds and spirits running all over your body for five days. Mm. And you wonder why you're not satisfied with the next thing. Yeah. You wonder why you're not, you're not whole. You wonder why you're not complete. You can't be complete when you done gave up so many pieces of yourself wow. to so many different pieces of a man. Wow. That that's that's dead on. That's dead on it. That's absolutely true. Uh we got a lot of interesting uh comments. Uh one comment says that um um instant gratification gotta put that thing in a slow cooker. Wow. <laughs> You got to put it in a slow cooker. Uh, and then Timothy says you have to become friends first. Uh, and that's that's absolutely true. You have to become friends. Uh, um, and the crazy thing about it is with fornication, um, because we're, 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 we're engaging in the word of God, you know, um, people outside of of the word of God, you know, hey, it's dog eat dog outside of that word, you know what I'm saying? And whatever comes with that territory. But the crazy part about it is we have a lot of believers that are still actively operating in fornication. And so the scripture is clear that if you are a fornicator, and I'm not preaching fire and brimstone, I'm just keeping it 100 with you straight up. The scripture says that if you are a fornicator, if you are a fornicator, you cannot inherit the kingdom of God. And so like we stated earlier, you may slip up, you may fall down, you may have your moment of weakness. But if you are, this is what you do. Let's be real. Let's be grown men. Let's be grown women. If this is what you do, you are a fornicator. And 
there is no inheritance for you. And so you're wondering why you can't understand what the word of God is declaring because the spirit isn't there giving you the understanding of it. You know, uh, you're wondering why that you can't find that right person because man, you, you still, and, and believe it or not, some, some young women has actually been duped to believe that this is all we want. This is all we want from them. You know, I'm going to be honest with you from me and my wife, you know, I'm talking about even before we was married, man, help me run up a check. That's what I really want from you. You know what I'm saying? We, we can get to that point, you know? And I mean, even as a believer, I fell short before I was a believer, but that's what I did before I was a believer. But when I became a believer, ah, man, that's not cool because I want to be right with God. I want to be in God's kingdom. I want to be whatever God is. I need the Holy Spirit to indwell within me so I won't keep making these same crazy decisions. Exactly, exactly, because we have to understand our bodies are the temple. Okay, our bodies are the temple, and right. that's the dwelling place for the Holy Spirit. And the word tells us that the Holy Spirit cannot dwell in an unclean temple. When we allow ourselves to fornicate, and we allow ourselves to, even if you're sleeping with the same person and you're not married to yeah. them, yeah. it's still fornication. You're mm -hmm. still giving yourself yeah. to somebody who don't even find you deserving enough to make them your wife. Wow. You're still, you still settling for less than what God has called you to. It's mm -hmm. a beautiful thing when, you, when you're married and you come together. And like, like you said, Pastor, you're making love with your spouse. It's a beautiful thing. God is in that. Absolutely. And you don't have no guilt. You don't have no emptiness. You feel whole. You feel complete. But you keep leaving pieces of yourself. I can't let me make you understand. You know, like a pie. Okay. We have a whole pie, okay? And the pie is uncut. It's whole. Then you cut that pie into eight pieces. It's still a whole pie, but it's separated for individual mm. use. Ooh. Okay? It's separated for individual use. Every time an individual come and grab they piece of it, the pie <laughs> get less whole. The pie get less full. Come on. The next thing you left with is an empty pie for it's wow. no pie no more. It's just an empty pain. And when you fornicate and go on that, you wind up being an empty pain left by yourself. And and hopefully you're not a disposable pain that they just throw in the trash. Jesus, just man, be a considerate pain that somebody can wash and restore and and, and and only God can do that. You know, God, you know what? I done messed around and I done gave all my sweet potato pie away, God. You know what I'm saying? God, look here. I messed up. I need you to bake me again. Put me back in the oven, God. And hey, man, if you're listening and if this you, hey, God is ready to forgive you straight up. But you you have to make this vow that, that look here, man, God, I don't want to be a fornicator anymore. You know what I'm saying? And, and it's really pressing because, man, God says yes. that. God says that. There are certain things that are keeping you out of my kingdom. And the thing that's the things that are keeping you out of my kingdom are the very acts in which you are committing. He says, look here, I give you the strength 
to uh, uh, restrain or to refrain, but you have to want to be pleasing to me, you know? And this is especially for my sisters, for my sisters, man. Yeah, straight up, man. Y'all gotta begin to, to to raise your standards for real. You know, you know what, bro? Won't you know what I'm saying? All of us are not the same, straight up. But but a whole bunch of them are. You know what I'm saying? And you know what you got? He he and ha ha in your face. You know. And like you said, oh, apostle. You know, it, even if you you sleeping with the same person, but y'all not married. The, even the scriptures say, look here, bro. You better go ahead and marry. You feel me? It's it's better to get married than to burn. You know what I'm saying? But the thing of it is bro hey look here man if you can't see yourself waking up to her every single day for the rest of your life you feel me then you might leave that girl and her stuff alone i'm telling you the truth man but if you can be with this person if you can be with this man if this person when you look into this person's eyes you can see your life and your future Man, look here, bro. Stop playing with this girl. Go ahead and make this thing right. Because I'm reminded of the scripture in Proverbs 18 and 22. The scripture says that a man who finds a wife, he finds a good thing and he receives favor from the Lord. And and this is, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be quiet so you can speak, Apostle. This is another thing. Fellas, fellas, the sisters, one. Raise your standards up, man. Stop giving them boys all your goodness, man. Stop giving them boys all your stuff, man. Make make the boys earn it because you have a worth. You have a worth, man. A little old meal at 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 at, 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 at Olive Garden or a little old meal at or uh, what, what steak forty eight or whatever you whatever y'all go Perry Steakhouse. Man, look here, bro. You since you worth more than that, straight up, man. You gotta begin to open up to people who can stimulate your mind. You know what I'm saying? Somebody that can pull you into a, a, a better place. And look here, bro. This still not you, but I'm talking to the brothers right now, man. Y'all, as men, straight up, straight up, as men, we gotta stop playing with these girls, man. We got to stop playing with their emotions and their feelings because they are very emotional. And when a when a woman attached to you emotionally, hey, you in a relationship, whether you know it or not, straight up, straight up. But I'm reminded the scripture says that a man who finds a wife finds a good thing, finds a good thing and receives favor from the Lord. You know, and if, if you married. And, and that woman isn't the woman you think you want or whatever. Man, I heard on I heard Pastor on Jake say this, Bishop Jakes. He said, begin to treat her like you will treat the woman you think you want. And why she transform into the woman that you really want. Somebody else, 
And because you're not giving it up, then let him go. You gotta understand, you gotta understand your work. I can do without you. You gotta get to that point. And and many men, you have to understand that women, like he like Pastor said, you have to understand that women are connected to you once you sleep with them. Whether you whether you serious about it or not, a woman is how she's made. And knowing that she's made like that, you ought to treat God's creation better than that. You ought you ought to cherish her more. If you don't want to leave her alone, if she's not worth marrying, leave her alone. If you're not willing to put in the work, I say it like this: <laughs> the person you with ought to be a person you're willing to take that risk for to go all the way. Come on, come on. If they're up. not worth taking the risk to go all the way, leave them alone. You waste the time. Yeah. You wasted time. Just just go on. And if you just want to just sleep around, you want to just have sex, then you go on and you you head to hell by yourself. You ain't got to take up. her to hell with you. Straight up. Okay? Straight you, can, you can head to hell by yourself because the fornicator, the word is the word is not going to change for you. It didn't change for me. Come I on. had to change according to the word. Repentance means that you turn away from it. Yeah. It yeah. does not mean that you say, Lord, I'm sorry, and you go back and do it again. True story. I was in that condition. I tell everybody, my husband right here is a witness to me. Uh, I tell everybody, when I was in the middle of fornicating, I was with a man that I had been married with for 20 years. And I was headed down the highway to go see another man. And I'm heading down the highway to go see this other man, and I'm justifying me going down the highway to see this other man. And the whole experience, they turn around. And I was like, no, nah, I'm going to keep on going. I'm going to keep on going. This is going to be my last time. This is going to be my last time. I ain't going to do it no more after this. The Holy Spirit said, no, you turn around. And I made a U-turn in the street. And what God began to show me was myself. That I was the harm that I had caused myself, the harm I had caused the man I was married to, the harm I was supposed to inflict on my children. Mm-hmm. God began to show me that my fornication, my adultery, did not just affect me; it affected everybody I was connected to. You're hurting everyone you're connected to, yeah. and it's not worth it. It's not worth it. It ain't like going down that highway with that good anyway. What was the purpose? It was something you was missing. Okay, I was lonely. Okay, I was uh, I was sad. Okay, I wasn't being filled at home. Okay, my husband was doing his own thing. None of that was a reason to justify me doing wrong and making the choice. Do you know how long it takes you to drive 45 minutes down the street to go do wrong? <laughs> Woo! <laughs> That's for real, for real. It's it's not justifiable. We can't. We're not trying to condemn you. We, mm-hmm. we, because if any man be in Christ, there is no condemnation. But we do want to convict your spirit to want to do what is right and pleasing to God. Yeah. We do want you to understand that there is such thing as being whole. That yeah. there is such thing as being complete. And only God yeah. is capable of giving you what you miss. There is no man, there is no woman in the world that can make you whole before you even try to get a spouse to make you whole. You need to be a whole person. Wow. Period. Quit 
somebody to complete you. Baby, be complete. Stand in the wholeness that you are. Be true to yourself. And then he's complete. And then you got two holes coming together. Stop all that 50-50. Baby, you want 100 100 You're 50-50. I don't want no half a man. I don't want no piece of man. I don't want no little man. I want real man. And I want him to be able to stand with me and love me unconditionally in the eyes of God. And I want to be clean before God. I hated feeling that way after having sex with somebody. It's like you couldn't even wash it off because they wasn't you. Because yeah. you knew yeah. God was like, you couldn't wash it off. You couldn't bathe it off. No matter how many times you bathe, I remember just bathing and trying to just wash the dirt off. Yeah. You can't do it because it was my soul that it got filled. It was my soul that it got infected. It was my spirit that was in longing and in need. Not this flesh. Yeah. I was just catering to the flesh, but it was deeper than that. Yeah. And we got to realize it's deeper than that. Who just wants a person just to say they got a man? Come on, come on. Who's satisfied with that? Yeah. An immature they person. Leave. Go ahead. No, I'm listening. I'm listening. No. They go and they leave you sitting in the bed by yourself. You left empty. You left you in the bed and you got to think about the emptiness and the and the loneliness it don't go away they only take that part of you with them and you can't when the next man come when the good man when the husband come you're not satisfied with him when the husband come you got too many people to compare him to he ain't good enough in bed because because uh jody was better because because uh uh you got used to the candlelight, and then you didn't, and then you didn't know what real intimacy was. Come on, you, here. Didn't, you didn't know what holding hands and what being treated like a woman was. All you was produced was the act. Yeah, yeah. And being left by yourself, but intimacy has absolutely nothing to do with sex. Intimacy is when you can be stimulated, honey, mentally and spiritually and emotionally, honey, without being touched. That's the man I want. Come on here. God, that's the man I got. Glory to God. Come on here. That's man, yeah, yeah, Bishop. She said Jody, man. Jody would have caught a couple of these bullets from this 45, man. For real. <laughs> For real. But look, look, straight up, straight up on intimacy. The scripture says Adam knew his wife. Adam knew his wife. And man, since you gotta man, by time that one comes, you're not letting nobody know you because you really been your pie is gone. You feel me? I like sweet potato pie. You feel me? I want to be the only one eating my sweet potato pie. Yeah, yeah, Richard. She said the candy liquor and cane, bro. All right. <laughs> the candy liquor and cane, man. And all of that is to really gratify the flesh. All right. But the word of God said, look here, man, look here. This is a season and this is an hour. This is a season and this is an hour where we have to get it right. And my, my assignment and my mission is to fill up the kingdom of God. You know what I'm saying? Bro, if you listening, sis, if you listen, I want you in the kingdom with me. You feel me? Come on. It's, it's room in here. It's some room in here. Come on in here for real. But if you are a fornicator, you can't come off up in here. You know what I'm saying? You 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 can't. And get this up. Get this up, Apostle. If if a man, sis, listen to me. If you're watching, sis, if a man can justify fornicating with you, 
that man can also justify committing adultery on you. See? Straight up. Because the only difference, the only difference between fornication and adultery is the time frame in which it's happening. All right. Fornication happens right. before the marriage. Adultery happens during or after you're married. You see what I'm saying? So that's the only difference. Both of them are sexual sins that God is not pleased with. If you're watching me, sis, you, 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 you have to raise up your standards. You have to raise up your standards, bro. Look, the brothers too, man. Stop falling for anything, man. That girl ain't, that girl ain't got no gold hanging off of her, bro. If she can't help you advance as a man, if she can't, you know what I'm saying, give you the encouragement, look, just sleeping with me ain't going to do nothing for me, especially when I got a mental problem. If my issue is mental, look here, I, and I can't even talk. A spiritual because one, if I'm a fornicator, I cannot experience the righteousness of God. I cannot experience peace. I cannot experience joy because all of those things are found within the Holy Spirit. So if I'm a fornicator, you know, Holy Spirit in me, straight up. If I'm a fornicator, yeah, you could be, you could be a believer in Jesus Christ and still not be filled with the Holy Spirit. Now, Jesus said this. Jesus said, unless you are born of the Spirit, you won't enter the kingdom of God. Jesus also said that unless you are born of the Spirit, you won't see the kingdom of God. So therefore, you need the entering. You want, he said first, first he said, you won't see it. Then he said, he was talking to Nicodemus. Then he said, you won't enter it. So look here, bro, look here, sis. If you are a fornicator, point blank, period, you know what I'm saying? And this ain't trying to, I'm not preaching no fire and brimstone. I'm giving you the actual factuals because I want to see you in this kingdom. Real talk, it's room in this kingdom. God wants you in this kingdom, but it's some things that you got to cut out in order to live in this kingdom. You can't come in here doing what you want to do. You need to chill out. You need to get purged. You need to get clean. And then watch Watch how you'll receive peace then. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It, it's about it's all about the process of, of, of giving yourself over to God completely. Mm. It's all about the process of surrendering your body to God. Don't you know he will keep you if you want to be killed? Oh, that's facts.
it's all over the place. And if you don't have God, it's hard to sustain from it. But let me tell you something. I don't care how wide fornication is, the price is still the same. The price is still the same. You will not inherit. You will not inherit the kingdom. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you're not gonna tell me, honey. I don't care if she got that comeback kind of love. I don't care if she got honey. I don't care what she got, honey. We can blue songs all day long. It is not worth your soul. Mm-hmm. It's not worth your soul. Men, let's stop playing games. Let's stop playing games with these women. We see, I'm like this. If you can't stimulate my mind, you can't touch my body anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Let's yeah. get real about it. Yeah. If you're not stimulating up here, then you're not going to stimulate nothing down here because you ain't going to be able to get to it. Facts. And it's always been like that. Y'all jump for any honey, Tom, Dick, and Harry, any Jane, uh, Judy, and Sue. Y'all got to start having standards on both sides. Man, y'all, t- it used to be a time where they would, they would see a woman carry herself with such grace and that grace was attractive. Now, what's attractive now, what you're being attracted to is 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 uh the body showing. Now, she ain't even got to be cute. And I, I, all she got to do is have what they call the body. It ain't even the cutest no more. Yeah, yeah, now, yeah. All she got to be is available. Yeah. All, that's it. Just available. You're available. You lay down. I don't care what you look like. I don't care what your body look like. Just so you're available. And women, y'all accept the thing so low. To where what you start doing is just accepting because he doesn't he ain't even got to tell you to cute no more. Uh, Pastor, you talking about red locks in the steakhouse, honey? They still doing it for McDonald's. Man, get out of here, <laughs> <laughs> Mickey D's. Mickey D's. That's true, man. And I'll tell you the truth, man. Um, because you know, um, as I recap over my life, you know, man, it was times to where I wish I would have waited, you know, I would have waited, I would have waited. Uh, but hey, you know, I'm here now, you know, and it was a season to where I did wait. Um, but man, if you listening tonight, man, we appreciate you guys for tuning in with us, Apostle. We really appreciate you. Uh, bro, sis, y'all. I'm being dead serious with you, man. I don't know what that means to you or what that word means to you, but I challenge you right now to really dive into that word and see what it means. And and really, when you pray, it don't have to be no long, drawn-out prayer. Just ask the Spirit of God. And I mean, you you don't you may haven't even talked to Him in a while, you know. But just say, Holy Spirit, give me the revelation of fornication, you know. Because, man, I thank God, man, God, man, I've, I've never had an STD, you know, that's a blessing for me. That's a blessing. Uh, man, I've, I've never, I've never got, got into no trouble behind somebody else woman, you know, that, that, that's a blessing for me, you know, but at the end of the day, fornication, 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 uh, it says if you're a fornicator, you can't inherit the kingdom of God. And I don't know. So does that piece of tail uh, equal to the kingdom? You know what I'm saying? That that That's both sides of the fence, men and women. You know what I'm saying? Uh, does do, do what he have, is what he have greater than what God has to offer you? Bro, 
is that boomerang. That boomerang is that boomerang. Man, look here, mama. If you're gonna throw a boomerang, I need that boomerang to catch me when I'm straying from God and bring me right back to God. That's what I need that boomerang to do, you know. Uh, one comment he say, Oh, I've been left that alone, always want something. Okay, all right, all right. And oh uh, man, we we salute everybody. Uh Sister Johanna uh Sherry says that spirits that you are not ready for will get a hold to you. Better leave that boomerang. There it is. They better leave that boomerang alone, man. For real. You know one thing I learned about the boomerang? I, this is what I learned about the boomerang. I learned to treat my money like a boomerang. You feel me? If I'm gonna throw my money, it gotta come back. I need it. I need that to come back. I need that to come through. Uh, uh, Pastor uh, Ida, Ida Mill says that you have to uh, go through the pressing to be able to be purified. That's that's true. That's 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 so true. That's so true. But, you know, guys, on tonight, man, I, I, we have like five minutes left. Man, Apostle, you have really blessed me on this evening. I know you've blessed the viewers. Uh, Y'all. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna turn it over to Apostle so she can have the final words. Uh, we just want to give a huge shout out to our supporters once again: Miss Mamie Sweet Treats, All Creek Construction, Destiny Shine Records, Kingdom Life Central Church, uh, KLMG Kingdom Life Music Group. Uh, we thank you guys so much for your continued love and support. Uh, but the Word of God says in First Corinthians six and nine, He says that, uh, "Do you not know that wrongdoers uh, will not inherit the kingdom of God?" Be not deceived, neither fornicators. Yeah, we're talking about fornication tonight. That's uh, that's the act of sexual intercourse. That is an act that's committed against your body. Sis, if he's willing to lay down with you before you marry to him, he'll lay down with somebody else while you marry to him. Uh, bro, if she give it to you now, she'll give it to somebody else. Straight up, bro. Because... Us as people, we don't need much now to find a, a loophole in that contract. You know, we don't find we don't need much to find a loophole in that contract. But Apostle, we thank you so much. Apostle, to the listening person right now, as we get ready to close this thing out, what would you share with the listening person about fornication and the kingdom of God? <clears throat> There used to be a saying that you lay down with dogs, you get up with fleas. The first Corinthians 6 and 13 tells us the body is not for fornicating, but for the Lord yeah. and the Lord for the body. So understand what your body is for. Understand that your body is reserved for God. And when you understand that, you honor God with your body. Honor him with that, and when you fornicate and you sleep with any and everything, you dishonor God with that same body that you honored him with. Yeah, and y'all, it's not worth your soul. I don't care how good it is, it's not worth your soul. I pray for you that you really understand that sex outside of marriage is bad for your soul that it's corrupt for your soul. It takes a part of your soul. So I thank God today, and I pray that we just really just say something that will help you, because we're never here to tear you down. We're here to build you up in the things of God and understand that God loves you so much that he wants your body reserved. 
for your husband that he may honor your marriage and then the marriage bed becomes undefiled and that's what god when you stop defiling your body and your bed stop defiling it it's not worth it and i thank you pastor for just uh, the opportunity to come on and just be real about it because a lot of times we beat around the bush but the reality of it is is that fornication is the most accepted thing in the body and yet it's the deadliest yeah that's 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 true and in this day and time we have exchanged the um fornication for premarital sex yes that's what we've exchanged it for but uh man i'm just i'm just praying apostle that on those who are who are listening uh that you guys will really consider um what 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 does your soul not just what does god mean to you you know uh man and this especially for the believer because you got some highly active believers that's engaged in sexual intercourse uh and they're not they're not married you know they're not married so i'm just praying you know that in this season and in this hour man we we come on into this kingdom uh the word of god says once again y'all uh if you are a fornicator one who is uh uh unmarried and engaging in sexual intercourse with someone else then you are a fornicator just consider it guys consider it we thank you guys so much apostle we thank you so much you have truly blessed me you have truly blessed me we thank you so much for taking the time out of your schedule to uh, join in with us and and give us that insight and give us that wisdom uh we bless you and we thank you all the guys who have tuned in and chimed in i'm sorry i couldn't get to all of the comments but hey i'm gonna go back through and of course i'm going to read them you guys have blessed us highly and we thank you for that. Uh, hey, y'all make sure y'all catch us on, on YouTube. Catch the Kingdom Our Show on YouTube. That's the Kingdom Space Our Show on YouTube. Like, share, subscribe to the page. Catch us on podbean.com. That's P-O-D-B-E-A-N.com. Uh, that's the Kingdom Our Show. Uh, find us on Facebook, the Kingdom Our Show. Instagram, the Kingdom Our Show. Uh, thank you guys so much. Apostle, we thank you again. Peace and blessings. Uh, Until next time, we'll talk to you guys later. Thank you so much. Take care. You too. Let's say